All right. So today, or not today, tomorrow, this morning, tonight, it's uh, almost boss 30, 1230 a.m. And uh, I'm still up. I've just been kind of perusing through Facebook and my uh, page, looking at some analytics from that. But uh, I wanted to talk, I wanted to kind of start doing a, a few segments every now and then, maybe every other segment, I don't know, might not be like an, it might not be a, uh, what do you call it, uh, a structure to it. I mean, there's really not very much structure to my podcast, I just kind of talk, I just kind of talk, kind of. I don't really talk all the way. I just kind of talk, you know, I, I make noises with my mouth and hopefully they're words, but sometimes they're not. Sometimes I just make actual noises like I'm convulsing, you know, no, no, but, uh, I wanted to kind of talk about, uh, let's say I said it again. I wanted to talk about, I need to work on how I talk. Um, I wanted to talk about the codex, which is a tabletop. Uh, role-playing game that I've been working on for I've had the idea for mm, close to 10 years now but I've only recently started working on it in the past I want to say two or three years and heavily over the past months uh, so when I first got out of the military I did put down some notes for it and it wasn't the codex then it was the uh, one roll system I think it was called or the one roll uh the one roll experience, something like that. And I was initially going to name it that, but I went with codex because the codex is a main piece of lore in the world that it's set in. All right. So I guess I should, instead of talking about the classes and stuff like that, cause I do have, I have enough of the uh, content for the game to actually play it. It's just some of the edges of the content, some of the finer edges have not been worked out yet. And I'm still playtesting and balancing and uh, writing uh, more about it. But uh, the world itself is a world that I've had in my mind for uh, 15 years, more than that, actually, since like the 10th grade. And it was sort of, inspired a lot of it a lot of it was inspired by just an amalgamation of a lot of different things that i've seen but uh for the most part what triggered the entire building of this world was reading the book uh by neil gaiman called uh, american gods when i read that book when i was in the 10th grade and again in the 12th grade, and probably two more times after that, it had a very profound, uh, it had a very profound effect on how I viewed world building. Because I had ideas before that, just a whole bunch of different scattered ideas. But then I started to relate a lot of those ideas to the same place the same world 
and the world itself started to build from there. And I have an entire history of it, which is, it starts, I mean, the, the history goes from the creation of the planet all the way up to modern times. But the Codex itself is set in the early 1800s. Uh, I might kind of change that, make it a little bit before that, but I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, I'm not, it's not set in stone, but it is going to be either, I'm thinking the 1700s or the 1800s, because that's a good time period uh, to deal with some things that were actually going on in history of our world, which is gonna, the, 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 the planet is called Malachi. Uh, but a lot of the history, uh, major events, some of the major events were caused by some events that I've written, thought up and written down, but some of the more minor events and things that are going on in the backdrop of history are going to be mirrored, like sort of alternate, uh, versions of, or alternate tellings of things that happened in our history. Um, the world itself so i guess i should go into the creation of the world so the world itself was created by a warrior angel a general in god's army which god in this world in this plane of existence is called the sovereign and the war angel malachi had decided at a point after being in God's army for eons upon eons, some limit of time that is nearly unfathomable by man, uh, he had decided that he wanted to do something different. He wanted to make a world. You know, God had gone around and with his army and with his power made countless planets. And Malachi wanted to try it out for himself. Because he thought he might, you know, be a pretty good world builder. And then he was going to stay on that planet and basically govern it. So he does this. And in the early stages of the planet, things are rocky. Because when he does make the... God grants him godhood. Where he's not... He's no longer an angel. He is now a god. So that he can himself go and create a planet. So he does this takes the planet, molds it from the void, completely builds it, and there you go. Then, there Malachi is standing on this planet with no inhabitants. And he's just like, well, damn. So, he decides to try and make beings himself without God's help the first time, which he, the first being that he ever made was from his suit of armor. He took his suit of armor off, the full set, and he imbued it with his life force. Not all of his life force, just a small a small fraction of it, of course. But uh, he does this, and then he starts to forge other sets of armor. And these beings are called Forge, and the very first Forge is also named Forge. Most of them have, like, number designations or letter designations for names, because they're very unoriginal. But uh, the Forge are there, and they 
have, they're basically suits of armor that have consciousness and they, you know, make decisions on their own and they have their own minds and their own intellects. But Forge are very neutral. They do not particularly like the idea even of war because unlike humans, Forge don't really regenerate or heal. They might be able to live for a long time, but if something happens to a forge, it's gone. They don't, and they can't reproduce. And so once a forge is gone, it's gone. And once Malachi made a certain amount of them, he didn't have enough life force to make any more. So they are finite. Later on, Malachi's a little bit, he's not necessarily disappointed in what he made, but he's disappointed that he wasn't able to make humans. Because he had seen humans on nearly every planet that the Sovereign had made. So, Sovereign comes and visits him after, I don't know, thousands of years. In the early part of the history, time is not really um, documented. Because the, 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 what do you call it? The periods of time were so vast that they really weren't able like humans of our time that sort of chronicled a lot of what happened in the history of planet Malachi were not even able to fathom how old the planet really was compared to the few thousand years that we live in and how old the forge are and the gods uh, some of the gods of the planet uh, but the Sovereign comes and he visits the planet after some number of eons and meets the Forge and is impressed, but Malachi is not satisfied. He's not content. He wants God to show him how to make a human. So the Sovereign takes him aside, molds a man, blows life into it. Holds a man of dirt, of course, and blows life into it. And then Malachi is like, wait, that's all it took? And he's like, yes, man is of the earth. So, after, after the Sovereign shows him this, Malachi does the same thing and blows life. So, he blows life force into the first human first human's name on this planet as well is Adam. Adam is known to others as the Paragon because he is the first. Uh, but so then he makes more. He, he, he doesn't just make a few. He makes hundreds and hundreds of humans uh, via this method. And then the humans start to populate the planet. Uh, and after some number of eons at first you know, Malachi does his walk around the planet and he visits all of these different nomadic tribes of humans and everything is fine but after a while the humans begin to worship their own gods so of course Malachi being the god of that planet he becomes angry and he has a talk with the Sovereign. And the Sovereign is like, hey man, 
You know, when you create something with free will, you must expect that it will do what it wants to do. You are merely a watcher, an observer of this. Once you once you start it, you really don't do very much unless it's going to implode on itself. And Malachi's not content with that answer. He's like, no, I made them, so they need to worship me. So Malachi goes around the planet and starts to raise different mountains and use the same technique that he used to make humans, except with entire mountains. So there are massive swaths of the planet, areas of the planet that are fl completely flat, other than like cliffs and crevasse. Because he made a lot of mountains around the planet into warriors for him. And he used those warriors to wage war on the humans. And that is the first major point in history is the start of the War of the Titans, which were the giant mountain people. Or they didn't look like mountains. They actually just looked like people that were really, really big. And Malachi and the Titans went around and they would just completely, they, they had begun to completely subjugate people and, and just wipe them out. And he was like, you know what, if they're not going to worship me, I'm going to wipe them out and start over. And near the beginning of the war, when this happened, the forge, all of them were like, they're completely neutral, but they are still law or lawful. So they're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Something about this, something about this just isn't right. You can't subjugate people just because they don't worship you. You know, that just doesn't feel right. So the Forge didn't actually fight against Malachi and the Titans, but they sort of evened the playing field because they started to help humans and use their imbuements to teach humans how to use divine powers or some small form of divine powers which became magic 